Hello, welcome to Fred and L Talk Shop. I am L, and that is Fred. And he's in a silly mood with his glasses. Uh, tonight, we are talking about makeup and prosthetics, which is really fun because we really don't know a whole lot about makeup and prosthetics, but we're going to give it our best. How about this? That's kind of the point of the conversation is we are not experts in this field, but we have managed to to try some stuff out. I think we've created some pretty cool effects, actually. We have created some relatively cool effects. With some experimentation and some failure. Yes, yes, we are excellent at failure. Well, not a necessary part of the process. That's right. Um, but before we jump into talking about our makeup and prosthetic failures and successes, um, it's been a really busy week for us. And when I say us, I mean me, in that uh, we have redone our entire website. You have redone our entire website. I have redone our entire website. Um, and it would just please me to no end and warm my little stinking beating heart if you would go to fredandldesigns.com, F-R-E-D-A-N-D-E-L-L-E, designs.com, and uh, subscribe to our little blog so that when I rarely and infrequently update, hopefully I'll do better, um, you'll get some of that or tell us what we're doing well, what we could improve on, what resources uh, we could put on there that would help you be a better cosplayer. She's uh, expecting me to update it. I, I mean, <laughs> we had a conversation about that. We had uh, a conversation. Oh, yeah. And uh, he kind of does the two-fingered clickety-clackety on... I'm the... a Luddite. I just touch <laughs> technology and it dies. I do kind of keep you away from it. It makes me a little nervous when you get too yeah. close. Uh, but the other thing that I set up this week is this recording will now become an official podcast on Spotify. That's crazy to me. Uh, so as soon as we finish these, we uh, go ahead and upload them to Spotify. So if you don't have time to listen to the whole thing uh, here live on the stream, you can listen to it at your leisure, in the car, Um and if we have any sort of visuals, we'll make sure that we share them on our websites so that you can access them. So um, without further ado, let's talk makeup. So my first question for Fred is, uh, so how did it feel to wear makeup for the first time? And as he thinks about his answer, I will point out that on several occasions, I have put straight up beauty makeup on this man. Like we are talking blush and eyeshadow and foundations oh, like is that picture on the website uh not yet but i am going to easter egg it somewhere of the time that fred dressed up as a sailor scout mm, trailer uh, trailer trailer scout. scout and we called him trailer bud so if anyone knows about that be sure to try to seek it out on the website it's definitely an easter egg out there I mean, there are i'm sure plenty of men that think with their makeup i could dress up i'd make a pretty girl no no, you won't. No, you won't, because because I I, I would like to say that I could be quite pretty sometimes. Uh, and no, I look like a Polish dock hooker and you, a cheap one of that. You do look a little rough, rough around the edges, and I tried my darndest. Yeah, written to make hard you look and put away wet. That I is true. Um, there are many men out there that when they put on makeup, they are breathtaking we met one today but we more about that did, later but that'll be for another conversation you my handsome friend 
uh, you look good just the way that you are. So tell me, what did it feel like when you first put on makeup? I mean, I remember when you su suggested the first time. I mean, we just finished the two Sith costumes. That's right. Um, I did a Sith Inquisitor. You did the Sith Inquisitor. And, and you I did, did the Sith Marauder. That's yeah. right. Um, so the three times that I've worn it before then, I've pretty much worn the helmet all the time. That's right. Only removing it to give myself a break more than anything else. But at Megacon, I wanted to walk around without the helmet because it was boiling. That's and true. my costume consisted of full racing leathers with Pepper Cura and Bondo armor on top of it, and then a giant lined cloak. So That's I was true. dying and sweating. That was before we learned that, you know, you could actually die in a cosplay if you're not careful. Um, and then as we were getting ready for it, you just looked up and said, you look too healthy. Yeah, you didn't look like you had been Sithified. No. Um, and suggested that I allow you to put some makeup on me. Um, my first thoughts were, no. <laughs> I don't understand what it is. And I was told when I was a kid, I wasn't supposed to do this. And that's not manly because I'm old and I don't like makeup. And, blah, 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 and a lot of whole bunch of things, which I have since very much changed my mind about. Yep. Um, but you again reiterated that if I wanted to walk around without a helmet as a Sith, I needed to look more Sith. Like I needed to look drawn. I needed to look right. hollow. Um and then you brought up the all professional actors. That's right. Be it on stage, TV. Sure. Or wear makeup. Conventional beauty makeup is actually done in a particular way to work under camera lights. Yep. Um, and it's all designed to create an effect in lights and shadows. No different than painting armor. Well, and also, uh, like you said, like no different. Like cosplayers in many ways are, are actors, right? Mm -hmm. We're just walking around playing a particular yeah, part right. and actors wear makeup because it is head to toe. Yeah. That makes um, sense. So I swallowed the weird feelings that I was having and you sat me down and it didn't take you long. It was only like maybe 10 minutes to do something yeah. under the eyes and a bit of additional shading in mm -hmm. some other furrows to just make me look a little bit more gone. And then mirror and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's like a thousand times better. It was um, it was a little bit better because I looked back and I mean, just talk about growth, right? We change, you know, and we evolve and we get better at things. And at the time, I was like, "This looks amazing," and I look back at it now, I'm like, "Ooh, mm, that was some heavy-handed makeup." And I shared the link in the chat for our website. I put one of the pictures of your Sith up. Mm. It was the one where we're like just taking. You know, photos kind of like front side back so we yeah, can yeah, get yeah. the full look. And I was, mm -hmm, I was a little heavy handed, but I I have learned and improved over time. But it convinced me. Yeah. I mean, I went from looking very suntanned and healthy looking. Yeah. To very pale and gaunt and, and, and hollow. Yeah, one of my favorite pictures of you. I think um, our friend Heather took it at MegaCon. Whew. Years ago, whenever mm. we were at the Sith, uh, wearing the Sith, I want to say like 15, 2015, 2016. Yes, yeah, But be. there's a picture of you with the hood over mm. and like the deep set eyes with just like, you know, that, that gaunt look was like, 
Yeah. Isn't that the one that's, that's, that's actually illuminated by the saber underneath it? Yes, yes. I think that may have been a dragon con. Ooh, that may have been a dragon con. Oh, yeah. Side story there. The time that we thought it would be a great idea for you to wear your racing leathers and me to wear like a synthetic bodysuit and walk from beyond the Weston outside. Beyond the Waffle House. Uphill mm. both ways <laughs> to the Marriott. And I don't know how we didn't die. Because you were wearing a full PVC catsuit mm-hmm. with plastic armor on mm-hmm. top of that mm-hmm. and a cloak. And heels. Who wears heels in cosplay anymore? Younger people, way younger than me. Uh, but yeah, back in the day, I thought I could do that. And I guess I did, but I was also very traumatized by it. Yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so that was one of the first times that we did like, you know, makeup to try to enhance. Though I, when I was going back to do some research for this episode, I found a ton of photos of us trying to do makeup. And I realized that our go-to doing makeup was to use acrylic paint like acrylic vallejo paints to paint on our faces yeah surely that's not healthy like i'm pretty sure like you got a rash um there were some red parts because i used to slather it on so thick mm-hmm. that i'd be having to use a, a scotch bright to scrub yeah. it off, uh, off of my skin to yeah get rid but, of it. but talk about just using the tools that you have on hand it's like it's paint i'm sure it'll be fine but we haven't gone away from using paint entirely, though, during makeup. Mm-hmm. We'll come to that in a, in, a, in a second. That's true. And then I think our first foray into doing sort of like FX makeup would have been the ghoul from Fallout. You know, I forgot about the ghoul from Fallout, where you did like the whole the, head thing, didn't you? It was thing, the recap, and then Phoenix helped us out. That's right. And she did the trick where you soak... Um, toilet paper in liquid latex yeah i didn't know that was a trick and applied that over the top of the bowl cap and then shaded it with makeup and all the rest of it right and then she also built up um like a ridge on the nose because she was going to black out my actual nose to make it look that's like, right. I, like no no nose and all the rest of it so so what exactly did did she do she used liquid latex that you can buy just at any costume shop right mm-hmm. and oh look he brought some with us Okay, and then you take bits of toilet paper and you kind of like mix it in? You don't. You, you almost, um, you want it like a liquid sheet, like a sheet of the oh, that's just covered it. And okay. then she kind of slapped it on the top and then just kind of like started pushing it with her fingers. Interesting. So just make like little wrinkles and weird yeah. bits on top of it. Um, and then it, and it dries in place, right? It does. And then um, you can kind of go over it with, with... With any kind of like makeup over the top of it to actually move it wow. in. Wow. Um, and then... The other one was when we did Defiance. That's the one that I remembered when we did the liquid latex. You put it on a, a like a little piece of glass, right? Yeah. Just poured it on. And so did you use the same effect there? No. I mean, it was, I was trying to do the, oh God, I can't remember, the race from Defiance that had the, that the hex like The hex thing. All yeah. Over there, all day. But they're supposed to be infiltrators. They could wear human skin like Terminators mm-hmm. and pass as humans. I wanted a, an effect where it looked like pieces of it had been blown away to That's reveal right. the, the skin underneath it. Yep. So literally all I did was pour out basic shapes um, on a piece of glass with the liquid latex. And then it dries initially with the skin over the surface. Okay. And then it takes longer to dry underneath it and it kind of sinks in. Once I had a good solid skin, I got a bit biro, the hex shaped one. 
a bic, a like bic. a big pen. Yeah. Mm. Like a like a pen that you like unscrewed yeah. and then. But then I sliced it off, so it had a hex <laughs> shape, and then cleaned that up, and just went around and started pressing it into the skin of the latex whilst it was still wet underneath. Right. Right. And it created an indented hex pattern up to the edges, and then I got a bit of toilet roll, but this time I was rolling it up into like little bits. Yeah. So I wanted like bits that looked like flaps of skin or mm-hmm. edges. But I just applied with more liquid latex around the edge, left it to dry for I think it was about 48 hours for it to fully cure. Right. And then just gently peeled it off the glass. And what I had was a little yeah, liquid I remember latex that. prosthetic. Yeah. Um, which I painted with acrylic paint. Yes, you did. <laughs> I do remember uh, we also had some of the like the fake blood mm-hmm. that we kind of like. We s- made our own. Did we? Oh, oh, we made our own fake blood. I wanted it to look wet and sticky. Yeah. Yes, and we found a weird recipe online where it was. I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember because it was it was awkward if we ever got searched. It was um, lube. It wasn't gonna wasn't gonna open with lube. Lube. <laughs> but it was chocolate syrup, like lube. Hershey's <laughs> chocolate syrup, and and and, and lubrication lube. that you use for dryness. Hang on a second. So. Chocolate syrup and ah, lube. We were very afraid. If anybody went through our stuff, we'd be like, I, sw- mm, <laughs> I, mm, I swear it is not what you think. It's really not what you think. Um, uh, but it did look highly suspicious. And then there was blue food coloring. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think there might have been a little bit of like tolcom powder in it to help Something thicken it. Something to like thicken it up and congeal it a tiny bit. And then you bit. were just dabbing it all the way around mm-hmm. it. And like we had like little blood streaks and and. In between all of the the exposed pieces of fake skin, you added little dots of it so that yep. it looked like I'd been hit by a shotgun blast. I'd taken pieces off, and it I it actually held up remarkably well. Mm. Like I was surprised. Adhered with spirit gum. Adhered with spirit gum. That's right, because spirit gum and liquid latex was our go-to. I mean, once we started actually like experimenting with more prosthetic pieces, but um. Liquid latex and spirit gum was our go-to. And I remember that the spirit or the spirit gum would always kind of peel away after a while. It just didn't last very long. And I remember I was trying to put like my elf ears on. You got about spirit two gum. hours out of it if you were moving around or and sweating, if you were if you were lucky. Right. I mean, and if it was over a particularly like of anything that moved, mm-hmm. you got an hour tops before it started to peel That's away right. as it cracked on your skin. So our next <coughs> evolution was when we ran into Jay Howell at Infinity Con. That's right. And my ears were falling off. And he was like, come on over here. I'll fix it up. And he put this thing on the ears. And he put this thing on me. And, was, and he's like blowing on it. And then he popped them on. It was like, oh, tuck, 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 tuck. Um, they're not coming off. No, and not. I said, what's that, Jay? And he said, that is Rosade. What's Prosade? And then the game changed. Yeah. So we use that now. We use that shit on everything. <laughs> and, it, and it has a multitude of uses as well. Um, but you treat it like a contact cement. Um, any, any area where you want to apply anything to the skin, you make sure that you clean it first with 99% right. alcohol. You clean the back of the prosthetic with 99% alcohol. You then put a layer of prosade on it, just a thin layer, right, on the skin and on the back of the prosthetic, and you do that twice. 
You wait until the first one completely dries and then you apply a second one. Mm -hmm. And then make sure you get it in the right place. Because once it sticks. <laughs> it's it's going to require some effort to get it off. That's right. Um, and the pictures that you've seen of the artificial eyes on both of the Inquisitors. Yep. Those are foam and metal pieces. I mean, and obviously making your prosthetic as light as possible is the ideal. Well, point. and I don't know. We started making prosthetics out of foam because we didn't know any better. And we saw we had, like... And because we had foam. Because we had so much foam. Like we're just dripping in foam around here. Um, but we'd watch shows like Face Off where they do like the castings and the sculpting. We're like, oh, no, 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 no. That seems... That's beyond our... That seems very complicated. That we, we can't do that. So we're like, we have foam. Let's see if we can stick foam to ourselves. Now, back in the day, we would take whatever we had and apply it to ourselves with whatever we had on hand. For example, when I was um, uh, Rose Quartz mm. from Steven Universe, I applied my gem to my stomach with super glue. Because it was very heavy. It was a 3D print. But and, and uh, all we had, the, the other alternative at the time was spirit gum, and it did not work. It did not work. But anyway, that's just how we got to where we were. We did have a question, though, um, regarding liquid latex. Is it possible to airbrush on liquid latex, or do you have to blend the paint with the latex? I'm trying to remember. When we started you using... You can color liquid latex with acrylic paint. But I, don't you have I, to mix it? Yeah, I've done it. Um, but I don't know that we've ever tried to airbrush on it. And here's why. Do you know what? I, well, for a start, go on. We're going to move forward, and we're going to we're going to remove your desire to ever touch liquid latex, and we have a, a trick that will allow this you to do that. Actually, it. really so, cool. Can we put a pin in that question, and we will answer it very mm -hmm. shortly? Yeah. Um, we're just trying to like move through how things have evolved more than anything else. Um, but Prosade will stick on prosthetics no trouble at all i mean and the lighter they are the better these are are little fake forms that i make um i have a, a rubber mold um and i just press foam clay into it so just normal foam clay can you, can you see those yeah mostly here all right you, you it looks look. like we're in two different rooms we're literally sitting across from each other so there we go my camera is a little bit better then, quality than friends that is a painted version and of then, the same piece that's a little painted one. This is just using acrylic paints. Just acrylic right? paints. And then you put it on. And then you blend around it. I might even still have a bit of adhesive power left on it. Oh, let me see if I can stick it in the middle of my head. There we go. All right. <coughs> um, power of Prosade, still sticky. Power uh, of Prosade. I love it. Um, then you kind of like can blend but out. That's when it. Jay actually taught us about Prosade because he put mm -hmm. the full set of four around my forehead. They were so light and they were so... Well, yeah, they're like super, super light. Um, I wore those for eight hours and kept knocking them because I forgot I had yeah, them on my head. You totally forget them because they are so incredibly light. Like there's almost nothing, like no sticky left on here. And they're literally like sticking to my head. Um, but kind of the next iteration when we really started like talking about the airbrushing mm. onto um, onto these is when we started using third degree, third degree which... Oh, thank but, you, well, Cosplay Melee, for introducing us to that. Yes, and then Chrissy Lynn oh. talked us yes. through how to really work it. I mean, mm -hmm. I I had it used on me on Cosplay Melee, but right. I didn't really understand what they were doing. Yep. I mean, and they and they had mentioned that what it was because 
when you're sat in a chair for an hour and they're doing things to you, you ask what, questions. What you doing up there? Um, yeah. Chrissy Lynn talked us through exactly about the application, how mm-hmm. to clean it out, build it up in layers. Um, and then also using Synwax. And they're two different products. Okay. This is Synwax. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a single stuff. And it is like what you think. It's like a wax. And you have to dig bits of it out with a spatula and then roll it around in your fingers until it gets warm. Right. Um, that is great for filling gaps yep. down the sides of prosthetics. So if you've stuck something on and there's a big gap down the side of it, you can push that in there. So that's what I did. Uh, that's what I did with the Inquisitor where you had the, the kind of the claw piece come over the top. Yeah. I filled in around the edges with the, the synth wax. Its biggest drawback is it never sets. It always becomes slightly, it always remains slightly See, I think that's because we're using it wrong, but that's just me. <laughs> there may be something that you can do to set it. If anybody knows know. how to set yeah, some hey, black, please let me know. We all have Google. That's right. <laughs> this, this is third degree, and it comes in two, two containers. You have, you have A and B, okay? And you literally, you want a glass surface or something, yep. and you want, do not cross-contaminate. Do not cross the streams. All right. If you if you want two separate... Uh, you get any of A into B... It will ruin the entire thing. They're all messed up. So you have um, to mix them. One thing here, one thing here, and then blue, 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 blue in the middle. Um, and then it's 50% of each. You put it on the tile, and then you use a you put those back in their individual pots. We use the little stirring sticks from Starbucks. I steal them all the time. Uh, we don't steal them. We buy coffee while we're there. They don't know how many sticks we need to stir our coffee or our third degree. <laughs> <laughs> But then we use a third one to actually stir it and apply it. Um, getting the ratio together, the same, is important. Okay. Um, both Elle and I have been mixing stuff together for long enough now that we can eyeball We can kind of eyeball it. There's a lot of... But um, somebody suggested that um, there are molds that you can get that are just like, like simple pyramid shapes yep. for um, cake decorating. Yep. You could fill one with one right. and, then that, and then that would become... You knew that you had the same amount of each one when you actually dug it. Yeah, out. I actually think I'm going to do that from now on because the whole mixing by eyeball gives me such panic because I know that if get I it, miss it up, it won't dry on your face. It won't yeah, set. Yeah. Uh, and then there's you're literally there's your literally only nothing rec- you can do is to actually peel it yep. off, mm-hmm. wipe it down with more isopropyl alcohol, and start again. Yep. Um, but this stuff is amazing. It takes about 15 minutes to complete the cure, but in the meantime. You can then start, as it starts to dry, start manipulating it yep. with different tools and spatulas and sponges, mm-hmm. as long as they're as long as they've been dampened with isopropyl alcohol. Yep, that becomes your friend. So it was like I was sticking my finger in the isopropyl alcohol and, and kind of dabbing it. And you can blend it at the edges. Yeah, and I was pulling it all like that's what we used to make those really like creepy, uh, like burn scars. I mean, it's called third degree for a reason. But you can really manipulate it because it's kind of like. It's heavy gelatinous mm. until it, it actually cures. It feels almost like bathroom cork when it, once it's cured. It does, but yes. It, but it has a bit of movement in it. It doesn't start to crack, and it sticks really well to skin as long as you've cleaned your skin with yep. alcohol and taken all the oils out. But once you've done a, one layer, you can then layer another layer mm-hmm. on top of it and create different effects. You can let it run. That's yeah. So it looks like skin is melted or that you've got... You can also use it to build up scar tissue around yep. the edges of things where you want very deep scars, sort of mm-hmm. like, like, like wounds. 
It's got a lot of wood and it is not that expensive. No, it really isn't. It goes a really long way. So it a does. couple of questions that have come through is, is it clear or is it white? You can actually buy it in kind of like flesh tone shades. There is. To kind of match, but I will tell you, you need to add a foundation makeup on top of it to truly blend it in. But that's now, that gets to the next cool thing. So once you have your third degree in place and it's looking like how you want, you go- Normally, yes. the Hollywood people, mm -hmm. they would use very expensive alcohol-based paints and foundations to actually paint and prime and shade and highlight. But, but Dumb and Dumber over here had no idea that that existed. So we just kind of like bludgeoned our way into it. So here's what we did. Right. Um, so after you have your third degree in place, you actually take Prozade, which is kind of a very sort of like loose liquidy material. Yeah, you use a paintbrush. It's like, it's like thin down PVA. It's good. like thin down uh, uh, Elmer's glue, exactly. So you kind of dip it in there and you like start flicking it onto it because you have to cover all of it with the Prozaid, right? Mm. But you can't just sort of brush it gently. If you do that, it bubbles it's, it's, up. it's like water on silicon. It just mm -hmm. balls up. It doesn't um, stick to it. Right. You want a fairly sort of like flat brush and keep yep. brushing it backwards and forwards. And you'll know when you've done it right because it will stop pooling. Yeah. And it then builds up a layer on the top of it. Right. And then you can just warm it with a hairdryer Blow just dry to speed it. the process. Yep. And then you can put anything on it. So, Acrylic paint, beauty makeup. Uh, um, so here's what here's what I did because I was a moron and I did not know what I was doing. We powdered it down after the Prozade was on just yep. so that it was, you know, not Take the tacky, tacky at all. And then I went into my ridiculously huge stash of beauty makeup that I've accumulated over years. And I found a good old fashioned Maybelline foundation that matched his skin, his skin tone and just started Blah, 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 blah. And I'm putting foundation all over the whole thing. Fun fact, to wear that, I shave his head like right before he puts on that. So my husband never really has hair. Uh, and then I went through, so because he was now a little bit pale. Yeah, no, I had, no, I had a... Yeah, like you had a line. So I blended it in with basic Maybelline foundation. And this is where I was like desperate and I didn't want know what I like could use on hand. I grabbed my lip stain in a pink. And with a paintbrush, I went through and just started putting some pink into the recesses. And then I used a little bit of like acrylic paint mm -hmm. in various shades of like but white your, and stuff. But your skill of using beauty makeup, of doing eyeshadow mm -hmm. and blending colors on your and all the other stuff that you do naturally, you just started applying it to... to well, uh, so I think the deal was there is that I just know how beauty makeup functions. Mm. Like I know like when you put on uh, um, uh, blush, what it's going to do when you put on lipstick, what it's going to do. So I just took that skill and then applied it to art. Like, so just knowing how your media works. Yeah. And I started applying it on there. Once I was pretty happy with it, I took um, a fixative spray and just sprayed it over your entire face to kind of set it. Fun fact, you can use hairspray. It does the exact same thing. Um, and to Allison, you asked the question about what do you do um, with heat and sweat? Um, Oh, yeah. You try real hard not to. <laughs> um, but first time that you did third degree mm -hmm. on me was when I took the Inquisitor and Power Armor to Megacon this year. Yes. Okay. So, and the way where we were, I had to suit up and I walked from the hotel. That's true. Across International Drive. In full armor and makeup. In full heat. Okay. 
in the brightest sun of the day. Um, and then up the elevator, down another elevator, uh, and then you ran point mm-hmm. what I had to basically fight my way from one side of the um, the vendor hall to the other. Uh, no, because initially I only had to make it to one side because the when we came up to the side there where the prejudging was, but the competition was on the other side. Yeah, that's it. That was so that was after. But at that point, I had been wearing it for two hours. I had nearly killed myself crossing mm-hmm. the street in the heat. Yep. Walked around in it for another hour, um, and it was fine. Yeah, that's a really good point because all I was doing at that point was dabbing with a cloth. Just mm. any uh, you know, perspiration. Um, were you wearing your neck fan I at was. that point? Neck fans. That's my favorite part because just having a little bit of air, it, it evaporates the perspiration. So it gets rid of it, it relatively it, it, quickly. It, it keeps the anything makeup that's yep. on your face just, just cooler. Even if you don't need one for your cosplay. Yeah, do it for the makeup. You're going to wear one just to help control your body temperature and keep right. yourself cool and comfortable. And then if somebody wants a picture... Well, and also, you... you I, like, built, I built this into mine. If you notice, it, there it, are skulls on it. We wore that to Disney World recently. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was a very odd look. It was um, like a charm. But, Allison, to your question, is like we tried real hard to just keep as much moisture and air across the makeup, but it held up remarkably well. Six hours. That's crazy for those makeups. From, from makeup starting mm-hmm. until the competition, which was, what, five? Five, six, it, I don't know. It, it was it's about a, a, it's, it was, it's a blur for me. It was five. So about six hours mm-hmm. in full armor and makeup. <coughs> and it had started to come away in one part yep. of the prosthetic on the top. And I think the eye had come away a like little right, bit on like the side here, alongside the nose, right through here, because it was like it was a, a it was a pressure area. Yeah, it was just it was a lot of movement, and it was a, a it kind of like moved in a weird way. So yeah, third degree, and prosade. Cover it with prosade, brush it around, powder it, and then use whatever the hell you want. But yeah. if you've got beauty makeup, it'll work. I mean, it there, did. there is a picture on our on website. Of a great side view of all of the makeup that Elle did with third degree. Um, you, it, it looks like my ear is missing. It does. It uh, does look like your ear is missing. What I actually did was I put prosade down both sides of the ear. I actually stuck my own ear to the side of my face. And then Elle built up to it with third degree. And then added more texture. So it looked like my ear had been burnt off. Oh, and just um, interesting to know when you look up third degree, because we do, this is not sponsored, by the way. We just think it's a cool product. Mm. Um, you have to look up third degree silicone something. Because if you look up third degree, it just comes up the whole bunch ultimate of Ultimate injury simulation. Ultimate, ultimate injury simulation. Uh, but yeah, if you want to look it up to purchase it. And I'm pretty sure, what's the what's the brand? It's third degree. Like, no, but it comes from a company. Give me the uh, Probably made in the USA, distributed by Alcone Company, A-L-C-O-N-E. A-L-C-O-N-E. That's what I had to look up. So if you look up um, A-L-C-O-N-E, Alcone, and then third degree, it'll take you to something that isn't a tutorial about how to, you know, fix your burns. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of like been our process. Okay, you can you can put that down now. Oh, sorry. There we go. Hello, and he's back. Um so that's kind of our have been our process to get there. But I will tell you, like the biggest like tip or trick we can recommend 
One is uh, don't be afraid to mess things up. What's the worst thing that can happen? I don't know. You get a rash. Uh, you damage your skin irrevocably. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I, I had other things I wanted to talk about. Oh, okay. Um, what did you want to talk about, honey? Uh, right. Okay. So spraying acrylic paint on your face. You said it was bad. Uh, okay. I mean, I technically, it technically bad. it is. Um, uh, it's great for tattoos. So this is crazy. Now this is a matter of like all of your different like uh, techniques mm. coming together to to solve a problem. So you told me that you wanted to do um, an aguila on, on your forehead as part of the Inquisitor of Costume. Now I had the files for the aguila on my computer and I knew that I could cut them on my Cricut in thin two millimeter foam. So I did. Um, and when I peeled it away, usually like on your Cricut, you take out, like you take all the out, like the, the negative out. That's the part that you want to keep. Um, so you actually just make a little, make a template of whatever it is mm -hmm. you want. And as you can see on this side, um, it's it blue. Airbrushed. Because if you look at this, some monkey bits left on this, all I did, prosade on this, but I only put it on one surface rather than two, because I wanted to be able to carefully remove it. Right. I then positioned it. I stuck it to my head, and then L, layer acrylic paint. Yep. Airbrush. Airbrushed onto his face. Just build it up. And the nice thing about um, acrylic paint is, is if once you've got it, where you want you it, you can just peel the, right. that away. Um, it dries very quickly. It dries extraordinarily quickly. And if you go over the side of the bit where you've done it, you just, just it off. rub it off. Just wash it off. And then. You're going to powder it and fix it anyway. So that gets rid of any of the prosade in between where you stuck it on between. Yep. And you end up with great tattoos. And once it's been powdered and fixed, it will last a good while. It Oh, because acrylic is not, you know, it's not going to move regularly. Like, not like makeup. No. So I started using like the Maron makeups, like the cake makeups. Mm. And they're great. But when it came to this, that would have smudged at some point. It yep. would have come off. Whereas the acrylic paint did stay... And I mean, like, you haven't gotten, like, any actual rashes. Like, I... No. It's, it, it gets all over your fingers. It's all over mind. the inside of my lungs as well, so... Oh, I mean... And, I, and probably uh, in my stomach where I lick my brushes He when does I paint. lick his brushes when he paints. It's not healthy, I'm uh, sure. Okay, two other things. Uh, okay. This stuff is fabulous. Rigid colloidin. Uh, colloidin? 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 Colloscopy? Is that what that is? A rigid coloscopy. That sounds terrible. This stuff is... Very, very easy to use. You literally, where you want a scar, you just paint it. It comes with a little brush, like so. You just paint it in a, in a line across the surface of the skin, wherever you want the scar to be. And it's kind of, would, it, would astringent be the right word? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> anyway, it shrinks that tightens. little part of it and it tightens it. And it makes the skin pucker like a scar. Yep. And you can have all kinds of fun with it. And the deeper the scar you want, you put on a second or a third layer. And then I will tell you it works far better on areas of the face where there is loose skin. That's true. So if you come up around here where, you know, where your skin is tight over the top of your cheekbones or up here on the forehead, it doesn't work as well as, say, like around the cheek. But it also doesn't do well around the mouth. Because as your mouth well, moves, you like, as, yeah. it, as it moves so much, it will crack it away. Right. But you can then also combine it with third degree. Mm -hmm. Once you've actually gotten the indentation, where you've got like a bit where you want a big 
blob of skin yep. where the scar tissue was roughly formed. You could put that up, just work it up to the edge. Right. I should probably hold up on the finger. Could you use the other finger? That's, um, that's rude. Rude! Oh my gosh, stop it. Look, we just lost so many viewers. Whatever. Um, everybody left. You just smooth it off so you can build up the edges of right. the scars even more in certain places to add more depth to it. And then, same deal. Prosade, powder, makeup, and color. What's super, super good fun is when you're trying to study what all of these scars and burnt flesh look like. Yeah, you your can Google, Google searches looks are profoundly horrific. And the things that they then recommend to you on Facebook for your ads is terrifying. So you might want to go into incognito mode mm. before you look up these things because it's going to be super gross. Super duper gross. Last thing, I mean, that we use uh, on a regular. So it's nice to look like a great cosplayer. How about smelling like one too? This is so cool. Duffworks, our, our buddies, they make um, cosplay fragrances and we're like, Want to smell like, like want to smell like wet leather and damp iron? Who We've got doesn't? a scent for that. Who want, doesn't? Want to smell like you've been walking through fire and you're covered in smoke? There's one for that too. Um, Actually, I think Maverick became my favorite thing to just wear around because it was very like musky and spicy. It smelled like a, a spice soup. Yeah, and it was amazing. I loved it. Um, but it is really cool. Like if your your costume, like you're outside all the time, you're like, okay, I want to smell like. Like the dirt and the petrichor of the outside. I mean, I have one. Uh, I need a new one. Actually, I need to order a new one. I'm called Mecca, um, and it literally smells like the inside of a mechanic's workshop. Yeah. It smells like oil and lubricants, and I sprayed that all over the York when I was wearing it. Um, so yeah, it smelled like it was leaking oil, and there mm -hmm. was like grease and stuff all over it. So that's just another little thing. So, but it goes back to that whole of you know if you're going to cosplay and if you're going to act the part, you know we like we love being immersive the, with add it. The layers. Yeah, and just you know look for every opportunity to really embrace uh, that that character. And so, I mean, yeah. To, 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 to summarize. To summarize. Can we tilt the camera down to this? No, you're going to have to tilt it up. I was trying to show it as a group about what we actually Hold use. On. I don't know if we can do this. Oh, look at that. You know the camera's the opposite direction, though. Are you tilting it? To I am. It? I'm totally tilting it. That's it. That's, That's our true. special effects supplies: isopropyl alcohol, prosade, sim wax, duff works for smells, rigid colostomy, or whatever it's That's called. That's not what that is. Um, just to be very clear. And third degree. That's um, ninety percent of our effects. Plus a right tiny there. little bit of um, beauty makeup, like yeah. foundations. Uh, cream makeups are the best. So if you are going to go to your local, you know, drugstore, Walgreens, CVS, whatever, you know, experiment with stuff. Buy like cream makeups, in my opinion, work better. Uh, go with uh, somebody who is very familiar with beauty makeup. Tell them what you want to do. Maybe they'll let you experiment with what they've got in their house. Goodness knows every person who wears makeup has a whole selection of makeup that they bought and they didn't like the color and they're not ever going to use it. <coughs> feel free to take that off of their hands in a hygienic way. You know, there's certain things that you do not share. Like you're not, you don't share mascaras, you know, you have to be very careful with lipsticks. Um, but if they are unopened or if they were used once, go ahead and say, Hey, can I just play with them? And then, you know, experiment on your hands just to see how these different things work and, you know, have fun with it. But my biggest piece of advice and it is the thing that I have the biggest problem doing 
is ask experts, ask people who do this and do it well, how to do, if you see somebody um, that's wearing something and you're like, Hey, how did you do that effect? I mean, we all like to talk to each other about what we do. I'm sure they will be happy to tell you. Um, and the brand of the cosplay spells again, it's Duft Works, yep. D-U-F-T-W-E-R-K-S. W-E-R-K-S. And we'll find um, the link and put it on our, our website. Um, uh, for that matter, there we go. Duft Works. They're great people. Yeah, that's Super ma- supportive. That's Maverick. That's Skeleton. That smells like dry deserty bones type thing. I mean, I don't know what deserty bones smell like, but I'm going to think it's like going to smell like that. Uh, smoke. Fire, mm. mm-hmm. those two together go really well if you want to be like a fire mage or some yeah. burn victim. Mm. Yeah, it's they're just super super cool. Um, and if there are any like resources that we could, um, uh, we'll we'll get on our website. Let us know if there's anything that we can hang on that site that would help you be better. We can put some of the links to some of these products on there, um, and we'll find out uh, where Duffworks is and how you. Oh, there we go. Hello. Hold on. I'm going to share the link in the chat. There you go. Tell them Fred and Al sent you. Not that that will get you anything. Because you know, <laughs> we don't get this kind of don't. We're not those people yet. <laughs> uh, yes, we have to buy our shit. <laughs> no, actually, they um, they actually gave us a few of those to try did, out. They did give us some samples. Because we have, they are extraordinarily wonderful people. We bought more. Oh, my gosh. Because their stuff is so fun. Like, even when I'm not wearing cosplays, I still wear their scents because they're just really nice. Somewhere on our Facebook page, there is a, the blind smell test mm-hmm. that we did when they first sent us stuff. That was funny. Yep. I actually think that I hung that on our website, too. So, okay. Um, what advice? We've already given advice. Tools and resources. I think that we've handed a few of those out. Um, yeah. Best piece of advice I can give you is just to experiment. Yeah. Uh, back of the hand expert. is actually a really good place to experiment. Try it on the back of your hand. And also, um, anybody who wears makeup will tell you the inside of your wrist that gives you a good idea of colors. Mm. Um, so, yeah, just play around, see what you can do. Is the inside of your wrist normally the same color as your face or something? I don't remember. I mean, I've been doing makeup since I was 14 years old, and they told us things back in the day. And I don't know if they were true. That's just what we did. Um, but yeah, definitely just well, hit like up hiding your under our desks would save us from nuclear weapons. I mean, <laughs> it was the eighties. <laughs> There's a lot. That's for another episode. But um, thank you all so much for hanging out with us tonight. Um, it warms our heart to see all of the comments. We don't feel like we're talking to the void, so we really appreciate you uh, being with us. Um, see you next Sunday at seven p.m. Eastern time. Where will we be talking about? I have no idea. So please feel free to throw some ideas out there. What would you like us to um, talk with you about? If there's any topics in particular uh, that you would be interested in learning more about, we would love to chat with you about it. So everyone have a great night and see you next week.